Well, I look out this morning, and I see all these lovely faces and gathered together in the Lord. There's more than two or three here, and it's good to be together. And how, just think about how our Lord delights in this, that his people come together to gather to worship him at Mass. So I don't have to tell anybody here, but, you know, we're in the midst of the college football season. Yeah, even, if, even if we're coming up to have the Pac-2, you know, next year. Uh, but, uh, but one of the things you'll notice about the games, especially if you're watching on TV, is that you see, the, you see the coach, and the coach has got his headset on, and he's got this card in his hands, and he's, like, covering his mouth, and he's calling, into the, calling the plays into that. Like, what is that card that he keeps referring to, flipping around and doing that? It's the playbook. Right? For a team to win, they have to have a playbook. There has to be a strategy, and then a coach that knows how to execute when and where the plays are going to go, and when, when, when the coach does that well, the ball moves, the team scores, and eventually the team can win. Well, today, Jesus is giving us his playbook about forgiveness, for reconciling someone who isn't asking for it. Because the Lord's desire is for us to be united to him. That we're, we're made in the image of the Trinity. That means we were made personal and communal. Like no person is an island. We were not made that way. We are made to be with the triune God and with each other. Now sin disrupts that. Sin disrupts unity. It weakens relationships. It divides us from God and from each other. And so following Christ will entail a lifelong dynamic of receiving and, and giving forgiveness. And he involves us in that work. Right, what does he tell Ezekiel? You, son of man, I have appointed watchmen over for the house of Israel. Is that we have a responsibility by being in Christ that he is going to be working through us in helping to bring about that reconciliation. And so we need to believe the truth. We need to speak the truth in love. And we need to strive to live by that truth. And so a rebuke or a correction given in love is an act of pardon. And this is difficult to do. Right? Think for a moment about one of your relationships that might be a little tense right now. I think we can all probably think of at least one. Right? What do we do when we're in conflict, when someone has wronged us and they haven't asked for forgiveness yet? Right? We usually like go right up to that person and have a nice, gentle conversation with them. No, we, we don't like conflict for, for the most part. What do we tend to do? We tend not to talk to that person and we talk to everybody else around us about that person. Right? Jesus, that's not part of the playbook. The playbook says from our Lord himself is we need to go to that person. And, and, uh, and so he says first, one-on-one -on -one in private. Then if that doesn't work, with some others, then the church. And then there may come a point where that relationship really can't go forward because the other person is just simply not responsive to that. But we do have this responsibility in our relationships if someone is doing wrong, it is an act of love to bring that to their attention. Now, how we bring that to their attention 
is simple because the Lord gives us another part of his playbook elsewhere in the gospel. He says, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. So you think to yourself, if I were in the wrong, how would I like someone to bring that to my attention? Because right? so often we, we, go into the, we go into conflict defensive. Sometimes we're, we're wounded and we're acting out of that woundedness. And so we have to be aggressive or we have to, we have to be right. But Jesus is not saying that this is the goal of the play. The, the goal of this play is reconciliation. It's not about being right. It's about being reconciled in the truth. As St. Augustine writes, he says, For our rebuke should be in love, not eager to wound, but anxious to amend. For our rebuke should be in love, not eager to wound, but anxious to amend. So in all this work of pardoning, bringing about reconciliation and unity, is how we help Christ build his kingdom on earth. So we have, you know, college football playbook. We have Jesus's playbook on reconciliation. Well, we have a playbook for Christ the King. And that's what I want to share with you today. Recently, our, our parish leadership team has developed a playbook for implementing our pastoral vision. Right? About a year ago, we unveiled the pastoral vision for our parish about, we, and this from our pastoral council after prayer, discussion, asking the Lord, Lord, what is it you want for us now and in these years to come? How should we be as a parish? And then we developed the, the vision. And so what we've done with that is, is our parish leadership team, which working with Amazing Parish, our Amazing Parish coach, Jake Stanley, who's based out of Denver, uh, is to take that vision and make a playbook out of it, to make it a, a way in which we can implement it, where we can incarnate it, where we can act on it. And, uh, and, and so with our leadership team, and that's Sarah Tabor, our principal, that's Brian Tim, our head of uh, the chair of the pastoral council, and Teresa Becker, who's on our, st our staff here, and myself, working with, with our coach to come up with this playbook. And if you have a bulletin with you, hopefully you got one on the way in, is that you can turn to the page here. One side has our vision, and the other side has the playbook. All right, so I just want to draw your attention to, to the playbook and just to introduce it to you all. This, this, this is a vision of how our parish and school can be an oasis of formation and community and discipleship to where we, we follow Jesus together and to, and to grow in holiness together. And so, so what we uh, do is, is that we had four questions to help clarify the mission. Why do we exist? What do we do? How do we behave? And how will we succeed? And this is, these questions are pretty good. You can use it for your own life. You could use it for your family, for your business. Also, it, wor it works in a variety of ways. So we asked ourselves that question with the pastoral vision. Why do we exist? You can see on the left there, just in one sentence, what are we about at Christ the King? We exist to bring each other into the transformative encounter with Jesus Christ in the Eucharist. If someone asks you, like, what are you guys all about down at Christ the King? This is what we're about. To bring each other into the transformative relationship with Jesus Christ 
in the Eucharist. That's why we're here, is because he is here to gather us, and that he is the center, the source of everything. And it's not about just coming to Mass, it's about being in this transformative relationship, right? Because the Lord wants to change us, he wants to love us, he wants to heal us, he wants to set us on fire with his divine love. So that's why we exist. Second thing is what we do. We build his kingdom through divine worship, prayer, evangelization, Catholic education, and the works of mercy. Now, if you're familiar with our vision, there it is, the five priorities that, that, that have come from our pastoral council about this is what we want to focus on. These are the things we do. We worship God, we pray, evangelize, educate, and serve those in need. So in a way, you can see those two, those two questions help to just summarize the vision. Right? The vision is very rich, and I encourage us all to immerse ourselves in it and, and to take a deeper dive in it. So then if you move to the other side, to the other two questions, this is where it gets kind of even more concrete. How do we behave? What is it about our behavior and, and the behavior that, the way we want to act as members of this parish in bringing about this vision? Well, there's a lot of things we could do, but our, our team and our discernment thought that the Lord put these three things on our hearts that we are mission passionate, that we're humble, and that we're courageous. Mission passionate, which means this, put Jesus first in your life and in your work. In whatever we're doing, everything we do at Christ, Christ the King, Jesus is first in all things. And we're passionate about it. Like, we're not just there like to shake our fingers at the world and say, we're right and you're wrong and, and, and all this. It's like, no. We are passionate about being in the transformative relationship with Jesus. We want you to be a part of that too. Come along. It's a warm invitation right, to be passionate about what we're doing by putting Jesus first. To be humble. That is, be authentic, be vulnerable. This can be hard, but this is the key to being a great team, is we have to trust each other. And we, and we and for, well, first of all, we trust the Lord and then trust each other. You, we can't have a cohesive team and accomplish the Lord's will if we don't trust him and if we don't trust our, each other. And we grow in trust when we are authentic and humble, hum, humble, vulnerable. Right? We're not defensive. We're able to admit a, admit a mistake, ask for forgiveness, ask for help. So to be humble, one thing about humility is that it is attractive. People are attracted to humble people. Be, being real, that's what this is all about. And then the third virtue is be courageous. That is, do what is right even when it's difficult. We cannot follow Christ in this world today without courage because it is not easy it is difficult to follow Christ now now it, 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 this is we live in an increasingly godless world that doesn't want Jesus doesn't want us around doesn't want to follow him and yet here we are seeking to do that so we're going to need to be courageous about it that we do the difficult the right thing even when it's difficult and so we encourage each other to do that Right? It's that it's, 
It's easier to be courageous if the people around me are being courageous too, striving for it. All right, so these are the three ways of, that we behave here at Christ the King to, to bring about this cohesion and, and, uh, and to bring about the mission. The last thing is, how will we succeed? I mean, the ultimate success about a parish is that we go to heaven, right? If we don't, if we don't go to heaven, we failed the mission, all right? So, but, but uh, in getting us to that ultimate goal, we came, we, the, we sensed the Lord put on our hearts these three things that it's kind of like a filter. Whatever we do here at Christ the King should be able to answer answer these three questions. And if it doesn't answer these three questions, we probably shouldn't do it. So the first one is the mind and heart of the church. How does this effectively radiate the beauty and truth of the church? That is, what we're about, whatever we do, is what the church teaches. It's what's in her heart. It's what she asks of us, because it's Christ himself in the church asking us for these things. And so I, I, it's not going to be my opinion. It's not going to be what I think is right or whatever anyone else might think is right. It's what, what is the church asking? Second is disciple to disciple. How do our relationships invite others into a transformative encounter with Christ? That, that to, to, to succeed in our mission, we have to be relational. It's not about just reading a pamphlet or checking a box or watching a program. It's disciple to disciple. That you, you are in a relationship with Christ, I am too, and that we share that. And we invite others into that relationship. So that whatever we do, that it needs to involve that. That, it, that it's disciple to disciple. And then finally, a shared life. How does this unite parish and school into one community? One community. This is what we've been working on a lot on this in the last few years. I, I can tell you I've been to a lot in other parishes is that it's so easy that the parish and the school are in two different worlds. They rarely encounter each other. When in fact the school is the primary work of the parish. And so what we've been working on is, is to bring how the, how the school is at the very heart of what we do. It's the heart, it's our primary place of evangelization. And so the, that question is, how does this unite parish and school into one community? Anything we do, when the Knights of Columbus do something, how does this unite parish and school into one community? Or St. Vincent de Paul, or CYO, or anything, anything that is going on. Right? To be able to answer that question, yes, this is, this is going to unite parish and school into one community. All right, that's the playbook. And I invite you to, to take it home, clip it out, put it on your fridge, read it, pray with it, let us know what you think, uh, and, and to begin to practice it. Right? And this is what it does, is that as more of us do this, we begin to form a culture of this. It becomes easier to do it. And then that starts to draw others into this that want to be a part of, of this family and this culture. So, um, yeah, so reflect and pray about it. And, it. and it's no coincidence that we're talking about the playbook here on this Sunday. We're going to have a picnic after, after, the, after the Mass. Time to be together. Thanks to the Knights of Columbus for, for cooking for us. 
and then we have the sign-ups for all the ways to be involved at Christ the King. And this, our parish has had a long and rich history of parishioner involvement in the mission. And so you can go over there and to, you can see all the opportunities to sign up. And what I ask you to do in, um, in, ma in Mass today is ask Jesus, what's one thing you want me to be involved in, in this mission? And the Lord will put something on your heart, or maybe when you're wandering around and talking to people or, or seeing the sign-ups over there, sign up for one thing, to invest yourself in this. Because I, I believe in this mission, and I believe in this playbook. It's a, it's a fruit of prayer. I believe in our pastoral vision that came to us from the pastoral council. I think we're, we're on to something here. And so, uh, so this is our vision and playbook. Do we have a clear direction about who we are and what we're doing here at Christ the King and how we can work together in building Jesus' kingdom here at this parish to further his work of salvation and reconciliation. Thank you.